Hello. Uh, welcome to the first post, Rams post on Ube Island. I was originally originally supposed to do it last week, but I was too busy with the NBA preview that I really wanted to get out for the season, so I had no time to really do the Rams post. So, <laughs> I'm I'm just kidding. I I didn't want to post last week because you know we lost to the Jets are winless and it was really embarrassing and yeah i didn't want my first post on the rams to be on a loss so i waited another week and i saw that we face we were facing the seahawks who we beat earlier this season and i thought we were going to beat them this season or again this week and of course we did not we got destroyed by the seahawks today and i have no choice but to make my first post about the rams Losing the NFC West to the Seahawks in week 16. So, yeah. And before I start, if you want to read an actual post online about this week, I do a Rams Weekly post on a blog. You could see it at jfmoesknows.wordpress.com. Again, that's jfmoesknows.wordpress.com. If you want to read my text post about this week, it's a lot more clear, I'm more coherent, and there's pictures too. So yeah, check out my blog as well. So anyway, back to this week, this week being week 16, if we win this game, we have a chance at the NFC West. If we win this game, we clinch a spot in the playoffs, so there's a lot riding in this game. It was at Seattle. But of course, there's no fans, and that helps severely because Seattle is really a pain to play at if you're a visiting team. But we didn't have to deal with that. And it didn't matter anyway because the Seahawks are not the same team that we faced in Week 10. This team, the big difference with this team is that their pass defense has turned into maybe top five, has to be top five now. But they were the worst-ranked pass defense in the league. Well, still are statistically. But now they're playing like the Legion of Boom has never left. And this is, of course, thanks to Jamal Adams being Jamal Adams. But anyway, with their defense, pass defense being a lot better. And, of course, Sean McVay being totally predictable. The Seahawks stuffed us on a pass. It was terrible game for Jared Goff who looked really from really mediocre to poor and it looked really bad (laughs) but thankfully you know our defense was able to keep us in the game for the most part they were solid in the first half but second half kind of they they haven't been playing well as of late we were the best second-half defense in the league before we played the Jets, who scored two touchdowns or something on us. And now this week, we give up another two touchdowns. So our defense is definitely not as strong as they once were. But they kept us in this game. And, of course, with the Seahawks, you know, you had to pay that Russell Wilson tax, as I named it or coined it today, the Russell Wilson tax being that you know, every every game Russell 
makes those Russell Wilson type plays where he's where he has the ability to shake off a, what a 100% sure sack and then throw a bomb for a huge gain and he did that again today in the second half when we were still tied Russell Wilson shook off one of our guys must have been Floyd spun around to scramble to his right extended a play for another two or three seconds and then launched one to I think Lockett who and it was a perfect perfect pass that was unguardable and it fell right in his in his arms and it put them in uh deep into their into our territory and of course not too much later down the drive Russell Wilson shakes off another sack scrambles to his left fiddles around with the defense a little bit like should I pass it or rush and then he tucks it in and he runs for the easy rushing touchdown it's Russell Wilson like what can you do about it and he yeah he got that entire touchdown on his own and that's why I really say that (laughs) I will be going to my grave saying that Russell Wilson's one of the best quarterbacks of all time because he is insane to watch and as much as he destroys my team and we we get him too don't get it twisted but uh, it's an honor to watch him play anyway yeah Russell Wilson he did his own thing but this game was still completely winnable we could have easily won this game if our offense could have came through and they did not again rushing wise we weren't as strong as we were as you know the Patriots game and you know when we don't have the run game then you know Jared Goff is going to struggle and that's exactly what happened today I mean every every week it's been every week with Jared Goff throwing it's become clear and clear that you know maybe he might not be the guy and I'll get to that in a second but anyway there were a couple plays that really screwed us over and the first one was Jared Goff's interception in the first half so we were rolling in the first first half we were rolling down the field everything's looking good Jared Goff's making some good passes and all of a sudden next play Jared Goff decides okay I'm gonna scramble outside you know I think it was a bootleg or something and you could see that it wasn't working out like there's nobody open but you see Jared Goff throw the ball and you look at it you think he's throwing it to the sidelines out of bounds but then you notice the ball is going towards middle midfield and you're thinking oh maybe maybe cups wide open there maybe Higby got through you know but who is it none other than a Seahawks defender there's no single bone colored jersey in the vicinity and I'm sitting there or standing there speechless because this is like one of the worst Jared Goff interceptions of his career and I'm sadly I'm, I'm becoming so used to these Jared Goff terrible baffling interceptions you know terrible interceptions but usually with his weird interceptions and throws there's a there's always a Rams player nearby it's just that there's also a defender in front of him you know so at least you with those interceptions you're like okay Jared Goff is trying to get it to him that makes sense or he's trying to get it to Cup it's just that somebody was in front of him but for this interception 
there's nobody there at all. There's nobody in the middle of the field. There's nobody even close. The closest guy in the path of the ball was Robert Woods, who was totally covered. And he it was way over him, so high that he didn't even try to catch it at all. So I'm thinking, so I, I, I'm thinking I don't know what Jared Goff's thinking at this point. <laughs> I don't know anymore. Part of me is hoping that, you know, maybe Jared Goff has a curveball in his repertoire. And he somehow threw a curveball where he was trying to throw it out of bounds. And it somehow curved back in towards midfield, you know. Or maybe there was a sudden gust of wind where he was trying to throw the ball out of bounds. And then the wind came from, I don't know, the Pacific Ocean and pushed the ball back to midfield. But I, I'm guessing, I don't think that that's true. So, yeah, uh, another stupid, stupid Jared Goff throw for no reason. And that cost us maybe three points at least. But the way we were rolling down that field, I felt like we could have got a touchdown. But, yeah. Anyway, uh, the second play happened at the goal line. Well, but I got to set it up with the play before. We were, uh, it was Daryl Henderson playing for the injured Cam Akers. And we rushed it to, we rushed it to Daryl to the right side. And blocking's perfect. He finds a hole. He's hitting it. And he's about to walk into the end zone. But all of a sudden, Jamal Adams comes from behind and trips him. Not only does he break his ankle, because Daryl Henderson has to leave the game, but he also stops the touchdown so that's an insane play by a pro bowler why would I be shocked but a big play by Adams whatever it's still fourth and or still third and one or first and goal at the line actually we rush it first and it doesn't work second second down I think we rush it get a little closer but we're short third down I think we try the Jared Goff QB sneak and of course he he fumbles the ball but he misses it by maybe like half a yard or whatever we get we're obviously going it going for it on fourth down to tie the game and you would think you know Jared Goff he's he's 6-4 he's done this QB sneak quite a few times it's been successful and you know we're having trouble rushing the ball and they stuffed us so I think we should go with the QB sneak right but you know McVay Again, he always tries to be too cute, and he thinks he'll get. He thinks it's not cool to call the same play twice. So he skips on a QB sneak, and we rush with Malcolm Brown to the right, and Tyler Higby gets blown at the line, runs back. He gets pushed back towards <laughs> Malcolm Brown, and of course we get stuffed for a loss of two. And yeah, <laughs> so those two games really, or those two plays really. Ended up screwing us over. Of course, with their defense, they could have helped out as well. But, yeah, not cool, not fun. Because we, now we totally don't win the NFC West. And I'm, I'm not going to lie, I really, really wanted to win the NFC West this year. I mean, with all the competition, the Cardinals are good. The Niners are injured, but they're still decent. You know? And then Seattle, being Seattle... I really think this would have been the most satisfying <laughs> NFC West title for us. I mean, we won, we won it a couple times before, 
but you know the Niners sucked, and then you know Cardinals, you know they sucked, and then Seahawks were they were all right. But yeah, <laughs> another stupid loss. That's two straight losses for the Rams. We're nine and six now, and yeah, to follow up to end this um, couple things. Well, one thing, it's Jared Goff, and right now, as of week 16, I I can safely say that I have no more excuses for Jared Goff. I can't defend him anymore, <laughs> and it's so hard to say because I'm, I'm such a huge Jared Goff fan. I, I have his autograph. He's a Bay Area kid. I'm a Bay Area kid. You know, he went to Berkeley. I, I, didn't, I didn't go to Berkeley, but whatever. <laughs> Yeah, very kid, and I was rooting for him. I've been rooting for him since he got drafted, since preseason when they're saying that Dak Prescott was better than him in the first preseason game. Yeah, that's how far back. And from being called a bust in his first week, first year, even though he played in such a bad system, and then the year after when he's going off at McVay, and then the fallback year when you know he forgot to adjust the offensive line. I've always had Jared Goff's back, and I've always said that he's a great quarterback, and I've always defended him, but sadly, as of week 16, 2020, yeah, I don't, I do not think that Jared Goff is our quarterback of the, of the future. I don't think he's the quarterback that could lead us to a championship. It's really sad, <laughs> so, but it's issues that Jared refuses to solve and then a kind of regression that's going on but yeah I think the biggest his biggest downfall right now and the thing that's holding his him back is that he has no playmaking ability at all (laughs) I mean he has zero ability to extend a play he cannot make the big throw that can get over good defenses and good coverage and on top of that like his pocket presence is so bad that it's so easy to sack him and get pressure if you just get any kind of pressure on him he will turn into one of the worst quarterbacks in the league just like that and with Jared you have to have like elite protection every time he throws the ball and the reality is is that he's not going to get that protection all the time. I mean, teams are going to blitz. Teams are going to send more and more people to the line, especially when you don't have a deep ball and you can't stretch the defense with deeper throws. They're going to bring more people to the box and they're going to blitz more people. And Jared Goff's inability to just move in a pocket is (laughs) is holding back his game so much. He can't extend plays. And even if he does try to extend plays, like his stability, his ability to remain composed and make the throw afterwards is zero as well. So, yeah, and then just a combo of bad passing. And I haven't seen that dude make a deep ball in so long. Like his deep ball ac- accuracy is not there at all this season. And it's just really frustrating to watch, especially when you see guys like Russell Wilson, who's breaking off multiple defenders to scramble outside and find then throw a bomb across the field like come on man 
And just Sam Donald last week, he was he spun and broke Aaron Donald a couple times to make it, make some throws. And I'm like, Jared Goff definitely can't do that. <laughs> it sucks, but I, I think we have to seriously think about picking up a new quarterback because he's he's obviously not able to make the right decisions. He's not able to handle the pressure. He can't make the playmaking throws that that we need him to do. And yeah. Whoever that quarterback might be, I'm, he needs to be a scrambling quarterback, kind of like a Lamar Jackson type. I can't imagine what Sean McVay would do with with the scrambling quarterback. <laughs> I mean, he halfway stole the Ravens' offense. If you didn't notice that, there's a good YouTube video on it. <laughs> but yeah, Jerry Goff might not be the dude, man. But anyway, oh, that's all I got to say, say about the Rams this week. So, you know, we luckily we do have the Cardinals to end the season in L.A., just like last year. Bad news is that I won't be there. I would have been there. I would have been there if, you know, if it wasn't for COVID and these extreme measures here in California that I'm shaking my head over, but whatever. But anyway, we got the Cardinals. We got Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins, of course, Patrick Peterson, Larry Legend. And if we win, we make the playoffs. If we lose, we have to see if the Bears win or something like that. But yeah, uh, should we should win next week. But you never know, you know, who knows. The Cardinals might find a way to get pressure on Jared Goff and... Our running game might not work, so we might screw it up. So yeah, uh, I hope you enjoyed my first Rams post on Ube Island. Thanks. <laughs>